information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. synapse. One more week and we reach episode 26 of Synapse. Welcome, everybody. Olaf? Hello, hello, hello. Today we have a, uh, another uh, interview at the end of the show, but we have also very interesting news. Uh, some uh, mostly releases, no? Mostly releases or funny news. At least for me, funny. <laughs> uh, at least no, not, not, not any more controversial ones like last time. Uh, no, not really. I, I think uh, the episode <laughs> with the drama was really, really funny and fun to do for, for me as well because I came back from, from visiting the parents over Easter and <laughs> the trip was really long and I forced my wife to listen to our podcasts and <laughs> and she seemed to have fun listening to it. I, I don't know if she, she did it just because she's married to me. I, I <laughs> okay, but let's start now with some headlines. Okay. Uh, and actually with the news. And the first one is on you. Oh, it's on me. Okay, you have to help me with my pronunciation, right? Okay. Robert Trujillo. Tru, tu, Trujillo. Trujillo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Spanish things. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the son of Robert Trujillo is uh, replacing Fieldy for some venues in South America because, uh, uh -huh. as I say, due to unforeseen circumstances, Fieldy will not be able to. And to we're drive. talking about Corn. Yeah, uh, the band Corn, the, that beautiful band Corn. <laughs> I actually chose this. Uh -huh. This news because I, I I found it really funny. I, I'm I'm not saying that the boy is not talented because I've seen some videos about uh, uh how uh, of how he plays and uh -huh. how he handles the bass and everything and it it's really really good job that he does for being a 12 year old. Yeah. Now there's a there's an interesting thing here. 12 year old. Yeah. Replacing a grown man. But not only that, the concerts they do are not just a small, uh, you know, 10 people party in college or school. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, venues with some thousands of people. Yeah. Maybe some smaller than others, but still a few thousands for sure. I, do, you, do you think he could get some um, panic on stage? Uh, I or, don't think so because uh, his dad has been, has been doing that for forever now. Yeah, but... It's his dad. Is uh, his dad? Is not himself being on the stage? I don't recall uh, seeing uh, his song going, for example, with Metallic on stage. Or, I mean, he must be familiar with all this life of touring and big bands and so on, obviously. But I don't recall seeing him on stage ever with the band. Or no, uh, I, I can't remember anything about that. But <laughs> we've been we've been uh, joking around with some friends and. After we read this news, uh -huh. like, if a 12-year-old boy can replace you that easy, yeah. either that boy is really, really good, or you're really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, uh, you know, the future of humanity is with uh, artificial intelligence. Maybe soon you will be replaced by artificial intelligence. Uh, Android or something like that. But anyway... Truth is that isn't, there are not many concerts that he has to play. No, there are six se total. Six or seven. Six. Yeah. Six. And mostly is, uh, is Colombia, Brazil. three in Brazil, Argentina, and Chile. Now, because there are only six, I think he might be able to manage it okay without problems. Yeah. But, but I, I'm sure that he has to have uh, some kind of, uh, um, how can we say, uh, parent or somebody around you know, to of course. take care of him and, you know, be sure that he at least goes to sleep, I suppose. I think with 12-year-old, um, because he's 12-year-old, I, I think after the show he will just be too, too, too uh, tired. Too tired, yeah. To do anything else. And and do you know how much uh, is an average concert of corn? I, One hour and a half? Something like that. Well, yeah, well... For me to be mean the way Fieldy plays his bass, uh -huh. I don't think it's... Such a big challenge. <laughs> Because he said in one interview that he uses a bass as a percussion instrument, so he yeah. mostly beats on it and slaps the, the chord. So uh -huh. I really hope that Ty, or what, what's the name Ty. of the kid, brings some more technicality into the band. Because uh -huh. 
He he his dad is actually pretty technical as a bass player, even though I hate Metallica with all my heart. Yeah. But if the guy is talented, you have to give it to him. So I I hope the kid does amazing and maybe even replaces Fieldy. Who knows? Whoa, that would be quite some news, actually. <laughs> Now, uh, he was saying in some uh, declarations that uh, he started to pick up the guitar when he was about six or seven years old. And, you know, Robert Trujillo was saying that it's a beautiful thing to see him confident in what he does. And when he has an exciting idea, it makes me happy. I'm always there to advise him, but it's perfect because the strength of the songs he writes are the strength of his ideas. That so, shows. Yeah. What happens if you grow in grow up in a in a family which is really involved in music, and you uh -huh. have the also the guidance from the parents to to let mm -hmm. you explore that? Yeah. Well, anyway, the, in the in the official news, uh, Field is returning to Corn to play after May sixth at the Carina Rebellion. So after the the tour in South uh, South America is exactly. over. He will rejoin the band. I don't know, but uh -huh. he has some visa problems. Or uh, do you know? Do you know who has, you saw the name of the band of uh, the boy tie? Uh, the helmets or the something. Helmets. Yeah, I've seen some videos online. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't that impressed with the music. Yeah, but I've seen some other videos with him jamming with his dad, and that boy can play the. What about all those hate comments that you see like this one? Uh, Corny, such a you can, BS. Uh, even a twelve-year-old can play it. <laughs> Don't search after my name. <laughs> Let's see. Olaf, Olaf, Olaf. <laughs> well, that was exactly my, my first thought. I was like, yeah, okay. That tells you a lot about your technique. Either, as I said before, either yeah. the kid is really good and he is good, but the baseline of, of corn has never been so complex. complicated. Yeah. yeah so. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. And let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Because the next news is also new. Ah, the, and the, it's a band that I love a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. Because I grew up listening to this band. Maybe you've yeah. heard of it. Winter Sorg. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They came out with an album some time ago. It was called Til Fjellstel. Uh -huh. And now they are telling us that they are going to make part two of this album. So this uh -huh. can go either way from uh, from my point of view. Because... I grew up listening to Winterzorg. I was a really big fan of, of uh, what they did. So trying to make an album that follows their first album, actually, which I find really good. And it's an album from 1998. Yeah, that's also true. Where so to make a second part after so much time... Almost 20 years. It can be like uh, reinventing themselves, making it better. Or it can make or it you worse. Can just make, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, they still uh, had another one in 2014. Uh, Naturbel was the other one. I liked it. I actually liked yeah. that album. And this new second part is going to be releasing June 30 via Napalm Records. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because uh -huh. oh, I hope they do a good job with it. After I saw the, the news, I started re-listening the first album. It was like uh -huh. one day, two days, three days. And I was like, oh... Yeah, such a such a good album for for the time period 1998 True. coming out, and now 20 years later, the music is way more technical, more evolved, more of everything. So I either they can go really old school, which I hope they will do, uh -huh. with a new sound like Timo Borgir did with the remaster with, of Tornblas, uh -huh, uh -huh, which yeah. I loved, or mm. they can they can make it worse. Yeah. Well, they are saying that uh, there's no uh, scientific lyrical concept, no progressive trickery, but just a heartfelt return to the snow mountains, the nature-inspired mysticism, the Nordic fo uh, folklore, the real black metal with uh, these epic, you know, strikes. And, well, let's see how it's going to be. To be honest, I think they, are, they always sound very epic, very... Uh, Like you're, you're waiting for a dragon to come out of the out of the yeah, trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, they say something about black metal. Not even black metal is black metal anymore. It's yeah, of course. It's combined with everything. So right now, I I think we have bands that play progressive black metal. Now, what about the cover? 
Oh, the cover is real old school. I really hope. <laughs> I really hope that's the actually. Cover. It really looks like it was painted on canvas. Yeah, that's true. Now it's uh, basically it's a uh, how is it called a uh, snowflake? Yeah, like huge, made of ice, in a mountain with some uh, eagles flying over. Typical some... for Nordic uh, yeah. Finnish people, you know, talking about the eagles flying around and so on. Because Odin had those two eagles. Yeah, Hunin and Mujin, if I'm not mistaken. So, besides that, is snow, snow, mountains, and that's all. Yeah, it it looks pretty primitive with the exactly. aurora borealis behind uh -huh. it. I like it. It it reminds me of the old school old school covers, you know. And well, the track we have actually two CDs on the on the album. The first CD one we have the nine main tracks, and the second CD has four tracks. So. Hmm. I'm curious about I'm that. curious about what's exactly, if it's like a continuation or what's with the second CD. And, well, of course, the <laughs> reactions the are, hate. yeah, compared to the... Hate from corn. Corn news <laughs> and reactions of people, the, the reactions are like, whoa, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, everybody's excited about it. But at the same time, there's people that, you know, says like, uh, you know... They don't know if just go really super hyped about it or remain skeptical and wait until you see because you know, you know the saying, right? Pretty good in this situation. The second parts are never good. But <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if somebody ever thought about this saying and don't put an album like number two. Like, uh, I don't know. I think it's a bold move calling calling the album or putting it out with number two after it. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm going to be one of those people who's going to be reserved. Better to to have lower expectations and be overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean it's been uh, it's good to be excited about this release. Mm -hmm. It's a band that, you know, you like or we like. But of course, we always have to remain a bit uh, uh down to earth. Neutral down to earth and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Make a objective criticism about it. <laughs> That's so, true. That's uh, the news with uh, Wintersorg. Please let us know if you like Wintersorg, if you like previous materials. Did you ever see Wintersorg uh, uh, live? No, I have never seen I have never seen them live either. It's that, one that of those would be Moby Dicks that I still have on my list. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I would like to see them, but I don't know how easy it is to, to, hmm. to book them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can do a. Crowd. We can bring them here. We can we can speak to the guys from, uh, what's the name of that band? Who? Who did a, uh, uh, Winter Sun? Ah, Winter Sun. Uh, maybe we can speak to the guys from Winter Sun and, <laughs> and add a few extra euros to their crowdfunding campaign so that they we can bring a Winter Sun. Make a world tour. Okay, so moving on to the next news: November's Doom. Well. They are streaming now their full new album. And they just released the album Harmatia uh, via DN Records. And you can actually download the record and listen to it full online. So this, the, this is the 10th studio album. Mm -hmm. And all the 10 songs, you can listen to them on uh, YouTube. We, can, we will uh, put, you can check actually down in the description, in the, the show notes, the the link to listen online on YouTube, the, the full album. And we have a very interesting, uh, cover cover because this image of like the, how is it called? Uh, uh, I know how it's called in Romanian, right? I have <laughs> the, the guys who, uh, who went when the plague was still running. Right. Yeah. Uh, they had those weird masks on, uh, what's the name of that? Well, old job. <laughs> <laughs> those, those prey birds. Yeah. Uh, is like with bandages, all style with a interesting hat. Also pretty simple. And let's see, because November's Doom, it's a, it's a very interesting band. I've never listened so much to November's Doom. Uh-huh. I don't have a reason <laughs> it just well, fell through the cracks we can we can put actually a little since it sure. has been released to the public 
we can just listen to the first part and we can see uh, how they sound. Let me start to load it. This is Plague Bird. don't get any issues with the uh, copyrights and stuff like that but uh it doesn't sound bad <clears throat> i i have to check the the whole album out because yeah the start of the song is pretty old school for it's very old school yeah but it's uh, it's interesting i think so that's it if you want to listen to november's doom if you like it check the show notes again get the link to it and if you want you can actually go to the uh website of the end records and you buy. can actually buy uh, the album by Apple Music uh, on uh, iTunes or in Amazon, Pledge Music. Yeah, those. Uh, I think it's a really good strategy that bands are using these days to promote their music. Okay, not necessarily their, their whole album, but half of it free streaming online. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can see, okay... Do I want to buy that album or... Okay, I will skip uh, the uh-huh. album. But I, I've been to several concerts where people on stage after the show just tell you, please go and download our album. Mm-hmm. Because it's... Uh, for a small band, it's important for them to grow as fast as possible. So if you can find the material via the online library that we call uh-huh. the BitTorrent, <laughs> <laughs> where do you lend that stuff? Um, even the fact that they encourage illegal downloads for them is actually a platform for them to to get even bigger with uh, yeah. with a band. So, well, new bands <clears throat> are using also the Bandcamp yeah. to promote themselves, to stream some of their songs, and make people at least buy for a very cheap price the album. Now, one of the coolest things about uh, releasing an uh, electronic uh, version of your album is the fact that sometimes when you buy a CD, you don't like all the songs. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes you can buy actually individual songs. Let's say I like track number three, six, and four. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you can just buy those three songs that you like, and the rest, you don't need to have them. I'm one of those snobs that... (laughs) (laughs) I'm the the vinyl snob, so Uh it's it's okay uh, from my point of view to to download the music and it it doesn't have the same feel from for me uh-huh. uh it shows that uh you can be actually involved in the music that you listen to so you have to physically get up flip the flip the uh-huh. vinyl so you have to be uh focused also uh, on the music that you're listening mm-hmm. to if you have i don't know a million songs in a in a playlist listening on shuffle i don't know it's really hard to to get away from the music just because, you know, it, it's there. So even CDs more or less force uh-huh. you to be more involved with, with, with the music that you listen to. I'm, I'm not saying uh, online streaming and online uh, purchases are, are bad for, for the artist, well, but... This is something that I talked a long time ago when we restarted this uh, Dark Mind Radio after we used to be the Gotham Radio. Mm-hmm. Um and it was the fact that nowadays, very few people actually engage even with the lyrics of songs. So a uh, few, like, I know, a year ago when we started, there was a show that we're maybe thinking about starting again. And we were calling it Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. In there, I was reading the lyrics of songs, like if it would be poetry or just like prose, just reading the, the lyrics like that. Mm-hmm. And people had to identify just by listening to the lyrics. Which song, Which song it, it was. Yeah. And it was surprising to see that not many people knew 
and the moment after that, when we played the song, they were like, ah, is that song? And they were like, oh, I never listened to the song, to the lyrics um, correctly. So I don't know if maybe this um, electronic delivering or maybe the way we live nowadays, a little more uh, in a rush, in, disengaged of... Uh, uh, I always said that the public nowadays, the young people growing up, um, it actually doesn't make uh, any sense, uh, not makes any sense. It actually um, is independent from, from the music that you're listening to. So it can be yeah. metal, it, it can be anything, but um, right now you have so much information and so much access to a lot of bands that us growing up didn't have this opportunity. So I think uh, the newer generation tend to ignore these facts. Yeah. So when you got a, even a bootleg cassette, um, I think every, uh -huh, uh -huh. everybody made a copy of it, and that's actually how how metal grew to to the proportion it is nowadays through underground tape trading. Oh, and, of course, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it's one of the reasons that so many people go to shows mm -hmm. because they're used to getting everything online. So, uh, for instance. Every time I go on uh, on work purposes to to Munich in Germany, there are I don't know I think I counted in the month of April there were like three hundred four hundred shows in Munich <laughs> and about one hundred or something shows only with metal and I went to see Orphanland one time forty people really <laughs> because. You have so many concerts bombarding yeah, you. Yeah, you spread the public all across. So people nowadays are actually kind of spoiled with, with a lot of events, a lot of music coming out. And I think sometimes the main majority of people don't give back as much as uh, as the bands give to, to, to the people. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. <laughs> uh Maybe one of those bands that we will interview in the future, if, or if we already interview you and you're listening, give us some feedback. What do you think about this? Yeah, exactly. If nowadays listeners are more engaged or less engaged with, for example, the music. But no, let's see now uh, the next one. The next one. Because uh, you would say this is uh, an episode of uh, Down the Rabbit Hole. No, it's not. <laughs> about technology and it's kind of sci-fi because this, this sounds very sci-fi although now it starts to be uh, more normal widespread technology we're talking about virtual reality and kill suite engage and uh, anthrax they're gonna stream live their performance at the house of blues in houston texas that's actually <laughs> i think It's That's very sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> Now, the, the interesting statistic here is that this news is practically for the 3% of the population that owns a virtual reality headset. <laughs> <laughs> so the full set will be entirely completely compatible. So these are going to give the fans uh, an experience on front row and on stage there like You have never been done before. Yeah, that's true. And it's free. And it's free. And the live uh, broadcast is going to be available globally. There's no restriction to country, except China, <laughs> via the, what is called the next VR app. So if you have uh, uh, Google Daydream, Samsung Gear VR, or Oculus Rift, you will be able to experience the full show directly from the computer or the smartphone. And... I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool also. And I think we talked a bit before the show about this and I kind of see it as the future. That, that would be, yeah. And maybe special prices for like ticket, <laughs> let's say. Yeah, that's true. So you, you have to work late, but you still have to want to see the show. I can see that happening. But oh yeah, totally. It, you miss out on a lot of things with this. It's going to be amazing with the new technology that's coming out. I think it's going to be better and better, but you're going to miss out on the people crushing against you. Oh, yeah. Experiencing that, the same joke. That human warmth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> human warmth and stench. I mean, stench. <laughs> well, I mean, the Japanese have already huge bands with uh, holograph, uh, ho yeah, holograph. Holographic. Right? 
dolls uh-huh. and everybody's going crazy. Nobody knows how they look and everything. And they're dressed up as kittens and, and dance <laughs> and they sell out stadiums. Um, and Gorillas has been doing this with cartoons uh-huh. for many years now. I, I think it's actually the, the logical step in evolution of, of music. Yeah. And somebody's going to pay a shitload of money to, to make this happen. So, yeah. So I think it's going to either make it or break it. I think that th- there's going to be an interesting thing also speaking about technology and um, people trying to record this <laughs> <laughs> to, to then release it to the, <laughs> uh, to pirate it. Yeah. To pirate this uh, stream online. <sighs> I- I'm wondering if they would be able to do something like this and if that's going to happen. That means if they do that in virtual reality, so they would have to have a ton of cameras on stage so that you can move in real time. A and lot, see. yeah. Hundreds, I think, hundreds and hundreds of cameras. Mm-hmm. For uh, all the takes and the ones that you will be like in, fir- in front row and on stage. Yeah. So you're going to be on stage seeing the and, band sweating. and. <laughs> and it makes me think of how our... How are all those cameras placed? I'm trying to picture it. So it has to, to be top, uh, bottom, and sides. But you have to also do it so that the public doesn't see the cameras, actually. Yeah, of course. Uh, interesting. It's going to be an interesting experience. Uh-huh. I think it's going to, as I said, make it or break it. In, in fact, we're going to put also in the show notes a link yeah. to the page of the app Next VR, which uh, we're going to now... Uh, Actually, I'm opening it right now to see if they have any other, um, well, they have the links to get to watch it on Oculus and, and Google. But they don't really show anything else in the page. You can see just what they say about the concert, more or less the same things we already told you. And I'm, I'm curious who chose the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see. So we have the also the new uh, the All Star NBA is going to be and NBA is going to start to <laughs> yes to do uh, VR highlights or or even games full games and NFL oh. is starting to think about to produce a virtual reality post game experience as well. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a topic for another show because we all got to start talking about American football. In virtual reality. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, for example, now Notre Dame is going to do the same. So it's it's really taking, like you said, it's going to be the next uh, step into... Yeah. First were stream online concerts. You could not attend to a concert. You will see in the stream on your computer. You cannot att- attend to a very special concert. At least you will be able to see the VR. And it will be like you are there, although, like you said, the human so contact factor. they have also extras next to the cameras so that it makes the experience <laughs> like a concert or will the, the venue be empty? That would be sad if the venue would be empty. Maybe you will not even see it. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be in the back. So, but who knows? I'm curious. This about is that. this is something to to follow and see what is the end result because I'm sure there will be some uh, scenes at least of what was happening. Do Do you think you could put a camera on the Oculus Rift and film? <laughs> I don't think so. I I really don't think so. Okay. Well, that's it with uh, this new tech and kind of moving to the future, and we come to Avatarium. There's a lot of people that loves Avatarium. And they just released the first trailer for Hurricanes and Halo's album. So this Swedish band, uh, this is the third studio album they are releasing. And it's going to be released on May 26th via Nuclear Blast. And the disc, uh, the artwork of the CD was made by Eric uh, Rovampera, who previously designed the cover art of the, of the band. And by the way, now this reminds me, do you know, what's the name of this Romanian guy that is very famous doing uh, cover art? Costi Chiariano. Yes. That would be interesting to get uh, him on the show one time, maybe via Skype or something to talk about. Why not? I yeah. Mean, he, he's big in, in the it, metal it's community. It's huge. 
I mean, he, how, how many covers he has made of big bands? You know? Enslaved, Arturus. Um. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. <laughs> and, uh, well, but coming back to Avatarium, uh, it's going to have eight tracks. Uh, in the style of some previous, they have a nine-minute song as well in there. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I like Avatarium. And... They are, I don't know, they are different. This, the, the girl with the raven mask is something that I was playing to Olaf before we started the podcast. Yes, because Olaf has never heard of Avatarium till now. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to see what this band is all about. But mm, what you showed me reminds me of old school stuff. Proggy, gothic, uh -huh. old school. It's not bad. It's not actually up my alley, but... No, it reminds you, like you said, some kind of uh, old style, old old bands. I don't know. It has something there that is very attractive. I will have to listen to the to the other albums as well because, yeah, as I said, it's it's not my cup of tea necessarily. But I do not want to be a bitch before I don't <laughs> listen to anything. <laughs> so once again, check the show notes, check the new song of Avatarium, the trailer. I mean. And let us know what you think about it. And we move to the final stage, which is... The review and uh, of the Night Stalker concert. And yes. the interview with uh, RG and Andreas from Night Stalker. Which so, is a Greek band. It's a Greek band that's been around forever now. They started playing in 1991. And uh -huh. uh, they actually say that they hate being labeled as any type of metal because uh -huh. they play what they like, but mostly they're in in the stoner area. Uh -huh. uh, I really like the band. Uh, I, it was actually also an interesting night meeting the meeting the guys. I, I wrote them beforehand. If we can get an interview, they were really nice. And we were supposed to have the interview on the day of the concert, and they arrived two days early, and they wrote <laughs> to me, and they were like, let's meet up now. And it was like 9.30 in the evening, I was preparing to go to, to watch a movie and fall asleep in front of the TV. They were like, <laughs> come on over, let's do this now. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I think I wrote to you as well. I was like, yeah. hey, I'm going out to see the Night Stalker guys. I arrived there. It was one of the funniest interviews I've, I've seen because um, they were really tired. And I'm winking to you, really tired. <laughs> 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 and... Um, uh, they were uh, staying in a hostel, and they wanted to be downtown Cluj to be near the to be near the city center. And we had the interview in their living room in the hostel, and wow, they were like we were cuddled together. <laughs> it was really funny. I had a lot of fun with those guys. Afterwards, we they wanted to go and eat something and have some beers, and then we ended up in a club. Um, <laughs> And which club? It's with it ladies' near, club. No, no. But <laughs> that, that, that's what RG, the the vocalist, said when we when we were going downstairs to to Flying Circus. It was um, uh, reopened recently, uh -huh. and they had like disco balls and mirrors and everything. And that's the, <laughs> the thing that he asked me. Okay, is this a nightclub? And I was like, no, no. And usually they play also metal show, uh, shows there, but yeah. this night was actually more drum and bass themed. Okay. And they were like these guys with long hair and thick leather jackets, and there were like young people dancing around. And were like, we had one guy told me, I think Andreas told me, the bass player, like, we have to go because it's turning out to be an episode of the Twilight Zone. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it was really funny. They they didn't have any uh, Romanian currency, so they wanted to go and eat and pay with euros. And I was like, guys, this is not our official currency here. It's like, but we have no money. I was like, okay, how much? Is your vinyl? And they were like, okay, this is this much and this much. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to buy two vinyls right now and you give them to me at the show. So you have it. It was really fun. I think we stayed up till 3 a.m. But uh, the interview is a bit weird. I'm, I'm going to warn you beforehand because, as I said, my, my friends were kind of tired, winking again. I'm winking again, yeah. Uh, the concert itself was also really good because. I liked the... Uh, they went straight up uh, or they had a band opening? For they them? didn't have any band opening for them. Okay. Uh, um, which I liked, actually, because sometimes it's pretty hard to find bands that 
are yeah. sounding in um, sound the same to way. Be equal as, as the bands that you're bringing around, yeah. Yeah, it, you you might end up having the same effect as uh, the bands in, uh, that I saw at Children of Bottom concert. So the first one was amazing. Then the second one with the with the girl singing, I was like, oh my god, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the show got better with Children of Bottom. Yeah, uh, but they only Night Soccer were playing. I think they played a completely their uh their last album 2016 as above so below i think it's called mm-hmm. uh and you you have to see the cover it's really funny it's a devil having sex with some woman and uh, <laughs> mushrooms everywhere really psychedelic and then you will also hear in the interview who are the actual people on the on the cover yeah <laughs> <laughs> the show itself was was really really good because i think there were like mm, hundred something people which made the atmosphere a bit more cozy but the guys are phenomenal musicians i mean andreas uh-huh. the bass player oh, amazing he played i think for he was on four albums of rotting christ as well uh-huh. So he knows what he's doing, and you can see that they were really enjoying themselves on stage. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that they ended the concert with "Don't do drugs, <laughs> give them to us." <laughs> <laughs> They're the drug police. <laughs> oh, it, it was a really, really good show. I mean, if you, I think they're uh, in Germany right now playing. If you, if you have the opportunity to go and see them, oh, it, it's really good because. I've heard some comments in the public. I was like, oh, so many stoner bands and psychedelic bands coming to the stage. I was like, man, these are these guys are playing since 1991. You weren't even born then. Exactly. Uh, and we had a common friend going to the concert, and he's a fan, and his mom was also there, and she mm-hmm. was a longtime fan. And I found that also a nice experience to see two generations together enjoying a, a concert. A of, concert, yeah. It, it was a really good concert. And what's with uh, inclusion organizing concerts during the week during the weekdays? Uh, I think it's um, mostly how you manage to find the band on tour. The band, okay. Because I'm gonna see next week another concert. It's gonna be on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be Benighted, and we're gonna also have an interview with the with the with the guys from Benighted. Uh, and it's also on Wednesday starting at, I don't know, nine o'clock. Um, and then you have, I, I mean, it differs because you have in May, we have Nargaroth and Apsu and uh-huh. Hate coming to Cluj and they're going to play on, on a Saturday. So ah, okay. it depends how uh, most of them, I think most of the big gigs are booked in advance in the weekends and then. It depends on the organizer how he can uh, mm-hmm. can fill the slots. Yeah. Well, at least we have concerts. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's listen to the interview, and then we come and we say goodbye. Sign, Sign up. Sign up. So we have the pleasure of talking this evening with the guys from Night Stalker. First off, thank you for for the opportunity to have this interview. You're one of the longest singing bands in in Greece, as far as I know. I think 1991. How do you uh, how do you compare the music industry in 1991 to the music industry in 2017? Yeah, it's totally different uh, because uh, those days you you couldn't make an LP very easily. You had to find a good label to do that. And uh, but but nowadays you know because of the internet and all the technology everything is free now, so it's more DIY. The bands do everything from themselves, and everything is there free in the internet. <laughs> so you consider that a faster way to to promote your music nowadays through the internet? Exactly, it's like this. Exactly, it's more, it's more ma- uh, massive. You know, uh, to to have a band uh, in the internet, uh, you know, every time uh, I can see you, someone that 
it could never uh, even uh, think of uh, listening something like that, you know. But these days, in 91 and something like that, it was dif difficult even to, to have a rehearsal, you know, not a show or an LP. Or, it was uh, very expensive, the music instruments. Okay, to get the, the question off the table, because we have so many people in Romania listening to Rotting Christ, how was the transition from Rotting Christ to, to Night Stalker? Mm. Uh, there was no transition. Night Stalker was my first band. <laughs> I used to play in both bands, so there's nothing <laughs> different for me. This is my main band anyway. I heard that you do not like to to have labels put on your bands, like your stoner metal or something like that. Why do you, why do you uh, not like to be included in one sort of music genre? Uh, we don't have problem, but, uh, you know, the label doesn't uh, really, uh, there's, there's no, uh, it's not right to put a label on a band, because it's not, uh, I think our music is rock and heavy rock, it's just like that. If you want to call it stoner, it's, it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. We have been called uh, many names. You know, we were grunge, uh, alternative, uh, heavy metal, uh, rock, stoner, desert, whatever. Uh, when when we start to play this kind of music, the the term stoner rock, uh, it was it wouldn't exist, you know. <laughs> That's why it came after. You came out with an album last year, which has a really interesting cover. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit more about the cover and how the idea came? Uh, it was a photo uh, with me and my girlfriend having sex. And all the other is... Uh, uh, we have a friend that he's very good... Uh, graphics, not graphics, uh, as a... He's more art artistic, you know. And he did all that by hand. That's the... Uh, the main point. <laughs> and why why did you choose that particular cover? Wasn't your girlfriend mad or No, no. No, she liked it. They love it. And what's the the main concept behind the album? Because if, if you can uh, tell us a bit more about the title and how you came to, with uh, the title uh, uh, everything is uh, the same, you know, uh, macrocosm, microcosm, everything uh, works the same. That's the whole point that I want to do. The universe, um, ourselves, as you know, as species, uh, we all work the same. Uh, we under the same laws. That's the whole idea. <laughs> so you're now on tour through Europe mostly. Mm -hmm. Self-funded tour or under a certain label that's financing this? Uh, it's an agency actually. It's not a volume agency that uh, organizes the tour. Uh, usually agencies uh, organize tours, so <laughs> they did it for us. And uh, how does it feel to be still playing in the same band after 16 years now, being able to do the music that you like? Uh, yeah, if, if the music is good, uh, everything works fine, because you play every night, but you like this, mu this music that you're playing. That's, uh, I think, the whole point. So y your plan is not actually trying to get really rich with, with the music and living the life of the traditional rock star that you see in US or something like that. <laughs> you, you, you don't try to do that. <laughs> you try to play, to play music. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it just happens. We just uh, live a traditional uh, rocker life, not a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some, some changes of style throughout the years. I mean, the, the album which you came out with in 2012 is a bit more more aggressive 
and this one is a bit more mellow, a bit, uh, as you said, combining the cosmos with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did change in, in, the, in those years that you, you felt that you needed to, to tone it down a bit? Uh, nothing uh, you know, special, but uh, music is music. So we play hard, we play a little bit softer, maybe we play... We like to play music, you know. We will we, never say, ah, we won't play that because uh, it, it's not uh, rock enough, <laughs> you know. If we like it, we do it. Yeah, I, I, I think it, it's, uh, it, it was the mood, our mood, that uh, made this album. We didn't make any thoughts of making it mellow or, or not. It just came, you know. It came out like that. It just came out like that. I, I've, I've seen sort of a pattern with your albums coming out. It's almost like three years, four years in between every album. Um, do you find that you need a certain amount of time to, to get the album to the level that you find it perfect so you can release it? Or you're actually not trying to, to get an album every year? It's not your main goal. Mm, I think it's the first. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when we are ready, we go to the studio. That's the whole point, the whole idea. Yeah, we have already new songs. You know, <laughs> we try to. We, we like to play new songs every time. So, so 2020, the new album. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> And how how is the tour till now? Till now, till now it's great. We've been in Greece uh, for ten shows, and then uh, and now we have to go all over Europe. <laughs> and how does the younger generation react to to your music? Do you see new faces in the public? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Too many young people, yes, yes. That's good. I, I think that's it's good. It's good to you know make people, young people, to listen to rock music instead of something else. Becoming younger and younger. <laughs> But maybe we became older and older. <laughs> okay, and one last question. I always try to to make it a tricky question, not the usual ones. If you would have the possibility to be any kind of animal, what kind of animal would you choose to be? Ah. <laughs> Honey badger. <laughs> yeah. He's <I'll> fearless. <laughs> And he eats poisonous snakes. That's <laughs> love. No, I think a bird, <laughs> a bird, definitely, <laughs> free, free, <laughs> free to fly. Well, thank you very much for the... And it seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Everything seeds, <laughs> worms. He <laughs> <Okay>, seeds. <laughs> thank you very much for, uh, for the interview tonight. It was really fun. Thank Hope to see you guys soon. Thank you. Thank Have you a great tour. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> Sign up. Sign up. And we're back after the interview with Night Stalker and <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how, how weird the interview was. <laughs> oh, well, it was a very good interview. Uh, like you said, you know, beware. Yeah, be beware. Yeah. It's funny. It, yeah, it, it's, it was funny. It's not for the sensible people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that's it for today. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add? Anything, uh, well, I think we will try to uh, make this a weekly ritual with a review and an interview. Mm -hmm. If not, if... Um, When it comes, it comes. Yeah, that's true. But if not, we, we will try to combine at least uh, an interview per week with uh, with our podcast so yeah you have the opportunity to discover new bands and see uh -huh. how they tick and uh 
stay tuned because soon those, all those interviews that we are doing also with the podcast, uh, we're going to release them probably also in the website in text. No? Yeah, for why not? And But first, you're going to listen to it here on signups. And I think we're going to try to experiment a little bit and we will maybe start having pictures from shows also. Yeah, that would be awesome. And actually, when we used to be Gotham Radio, we used to have also a guy always having pictures and we were making galleries of concerts, you know. So that would be interesting to do again. Yeah. We're going to do it again because I just bought a new lens for my camera. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do everything. Interviews, going to shows, taking pictures. Well, you take all the credit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, um, like we said, the show is your day. That's it. <laughs> so... That's, I think there's nothing left for, for me to say or maybe I don't know tell us if you want to us to make also uh, album reviews or yeah yeah exactly actually we could do that once uh, we have some albums reviews we can do maybe an in-depth review about it uh, well remember to like us in all the social media follow us uh, leave us a rating in iTunes subscribe to the podcast So you will get a notification straight, a push uh, notification in your phone or in your tablet or your device that you are using. And uh, if you want to leave a comment as well, go ahead. We are always happy to <laughs> receive comments uh, about what we're doing. Uh, also, how to improve ourselves. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And if you would like to buy us a coffee, you can also do that. Yeah, why, why not? <laughs> Write us and... We will find yeah. the time. If you conclude. If not, then you have to buy us a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would also accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See you, Olaf. See you. See you next week. Bye. We'll talk to you next week. My name is Rafael Ruiz. Bye-bye. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Dark Mind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Dark Mind Radio 2017.